short. Got it back. Oh, and Camden, oh, oh my gosh. Oh. I've never seen anyone ever do that. Donovan, catch and shoot three. A career high, 46 for Donovan Mitchell. Ingles gets it stripped and knocked away by Beverly. Picked up by the Clippers. Beverly going to the basket. George Niang blocked it at the apex. Out of bounds. Beverly put both feet down. Went up to dunk it and George Niang caught it, swatted it, and rebuked it. George Niang goes to the basket. Reverse side hammer. Woo! Ingles has it. He fires the three. his way in the lane. Cross court, Conley, open three. Good. Pick and roll, Conley lobs it high. Gobert, slam dunk. Bogdanovich, high pick and roll with Gobert. Wraps it around to Conley. Open three, good. Mike Conley. Conley in the lane, right hand push shot up and in. Mike Conley. Dante turns the corner, drives to the rack and packed it. Dante X him. X, X, X. Triple X on that one, baby. Dante spinning in the lane, rising high and dunking. Dante X him. Lobs it to Jeff Green in the alley-oop and a slam dunk. Green has it. Green to the rack. Green packs it with authority. Cross to Ingles. Bogdanovich is open. Left corner is his best corner, and he swishes it home. 50% last year from the left corner for Boyan Bogdanovich. Pick and roll. Kick out. O'Neal rotates to Bogdanovich. Three ball. Good. The Jazz are moving it and shooting it. Top of the key shot. Blocked by Gobert, who picks it up, dribbles the length of the court, and hammers with the left hand. Rudy with the block on one side and goes three-quarter court, leading the seven foot two fast break and rock the rim. Blocked by Gobert. Coming the other way. Gobert will finish it. Oh, he's feasting at both tables right now. We believe deep down inside we can win a championship and we're not going to rest until we do that. We do that. We do that. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is, huh? Anybody? Oh, come on. I know you can hear me. Guess what the day is? It's game day. What? What? Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is game day. It is opening day. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, David James sitting down with us as well. We'll explain that a little bit more uh, in just a moment. But, uh, guys, it's here. Opening day. Happy game day, Gordo. Yeah, this is uh, this is about as excited as I've uh, sensed from the Jazz fan base in uh, a decade or two. And that's saying something. So people are fired up for what's about to commence tonight. I uh, got a big announcement coming up here in uh, a few minutes, and uh, the combination of those two things makes it a big day. And there will be a press conference at 3.30. Adam Silver is here. Gail Miller is here. Governor Herbert is here. Jackie Biskupski here. Steve Starks here. That's who you will be hearing from. And I know there are a lot of rumors and, uh, and reports out there what it's all about. And I, I think uh, most of us probably have a pretty good idea. But uh, considering, Gordon, that we are broadcasting from the atrium right next to the set. And when I say set, I mean set <laughs> of the press conference. And uh, we, we won't need to uh, steal anybody's thunder. So uh, We'll just uh, get the official word. DJ, you got something to say? I have many things to say, but... <laughs> I don't know that any of them are fit for the air. (laughs) So ask me later if you see me at the game tonight, and I'll have a lot to say. All right, let's explain the reason reason that DJ is here. That really is a set, by the way. Yes, it is. When I walked in and saw it, the first thing, I was just expecting a press conference. I I wasn't sure where it was going to be. I was at Channel 2 talking to Dave Fox before I came over, and he said, I think it's going to be in the atrium. And I walked in, and the first thing I thought is, this isn't a press conference. This is a TV show for NBA TV. (laughs) 
There's too many cameras. <laughs> they got cameras for cutaways of people asking questions and stuff. This is uh, this isn't like, hey, someone hold up their phone and stream this thing, will you? <laughs> so you're gonna go get some FaceTime? Obviously. Well, yeah. I mean, what uh, Atlanta, Georgia wants to hear from me? Do you have a certain question that you're cooking up? Uh, again, several that are not appropriate, <laughs> but I'll tell you about them later. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you later, though, because then it'll mess up with the big announcement it is, right. even though I blurted it out on the air on radio and TV already. But whatever, I'll play along. I don't want to get you guys in trouble. Well, it's all about our proximity to what's going on over there. But Honestly, uh, I wonder what it means for the taxpayers of Utah. I expect it's going to lead to some tourism. However, Jake, you and I don't own hotels or rental car companies or uh, restaurants. Gordon, you own all of those, oh, right. so you're in a different category. But <laughs> you love doing that, don't you? I really do. He loves doing it to you. <laughs> hey, what goes around comes around. Well, and we can't disrespect EJ today. We we can't. I'm fire, a client. We can't fire back because he's here I'm as, a client. as a client. Yesterday, wow. I took a lot of cheap shots because I was a staffer. <laughs> Today, I'm a client. KUTV is sponsoring this, and they paid good money for it. So you will treat me with the respect wow. I deserve. After all these years. <laughs> yeah, I've been, it's, been, it's been pent up for a while, Gordon. I'm letting it take, take advantage, man. I would Actually, hurt. if you remember, I did this last year. It was the same deal. You did. I did. Yep, you did. <laughs> and you know what? It was so much fun. We're doing it again. It's so like we, birthday parties. You're going to have another one just because you had one last you know, year. It would almost be worth it to, uh, to, to sponsor a show now and again just to have that privilege. Yeah. You know, by the way, if you're out there and you're wealthy, you got a few bucks kicking around, you don't know what to do, just sponsor, you know, a you show, and then the host, whichever show you want, just basically have to suck up to you for three uh, three hours, and you come on twice an hour for a minute and talk about how great you are. But see, we don't suck up. What we do is we we appreciate the services rendered. That's what we do. We do. A big show. Appreciate well, that, very honestly, that sounds worse. That sounds worse. <laughs> so you do that, and I'll do the other thing, and then we'll just call it good. Uh, here's the deal. KUTV has been sponsoring the Road to Tip-Off. Tip-Off yes. is here, and so you are here. Fox is going to drop by yes. a little bit uh, a little bit later on in the show. But, uh, hey, we're getting the word out about talking sports, baby. There it is. Why do we have the best jazz coverage in the market? And I would have to say talking sports. Sports is the reason. There's more time. Why well, watch a sports segment, Jake, when you can watch a sports show? It just makes more sense. See, why other people will do 45 seconds, a minute, possibly in a big night, a minute, 15 of highlights, which I can tell you gets you six to eight highlights. We do three minutes, and then we do like five minutes of post. There's way more content. We and get a Saturday night show. Nobody else does. Monday through Friday on KMYU, nobody else does. Plus, you get sparkling personality. Bingo. We want to have you on, but your rate's too high. Jake comes on. I go on. Yeah, I go on from time on. to time. Yeah, yeah. I go, but, uh, you know, hang out with me. You got the hotels and you got the rental car companies. And you got the restaurants. You don't really need Cam while you talk in sports. I understand that. <laughs> Above I resent it, it a little bit, but I understand it. <laughs> well, and there, there's a thing. coming, man. By the way, I'm loving this client thing. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> this is top drawer. Okay. And All we can do is say, yeah, you're right. That's yeah. it. I'm telling you. Good point, DJ. Good what do you point. get? What do you get the jazz fan who has everything for their birthday? <laughs> a remote Some on the time. zone. Yeah, just make fun of Gordon and laugh uh, it off. Yep, and, and basically be Teflon over there because we can't come back at you. Well, he's the godfather. The, other, the rest of the time, he intimidates me. But this oh, one time, <laughs> this one time, I feel like I'm almost as equal. Uh, well, look, I think that if I'm going to be the godfather, you're right there alongside me. My oh, I, I hope one day when I grow up that's true. But I just <laughs> I, I, I routinely hear stories about your greatness, but I don't want to bring it up with you. You're spectacular beyond words. Oh, <laughs> hashtag, wow. hashtag fact. Now I feel like the client. Uh, wow. <laughs> see, and you like it, don't you? I'm going to pay you later. <laughs> <laughs> well, DJ, you're here. Let's get to the split story of the day. Let's do- you want to participate? Why not? All right. Austin, if you please. Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. You talk. Give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Split story of the day brought to you by Sound Sleep Medical. Do you snore at night or are you currently using a CPAP machine to treat sleep apnea? Sound Sleep Medical can improve your life. Visit soundsleepmedical.com. We spent, uh, DJ, we spent a lot of the NBA roundtable yesterday talking about a lot of big picture stuff. Let's talk about the game tonight. Oh, uh, Oklahoma City actually kind of a, a sneaky, interesting team with all their changes. You think, okay, they're going to fall off a little bit, but how much? And Chris Paul, he may be older and wear down, but he should be fresh going into tonight. 
You know, it's uh, like I said yesterday when we were going big picture, there's six teams in the West that think they have a legitimate shot to get to the NBA Conference Finals. Uh, Portland, who for some reason I blanked out on yesterday. Portland, Denver, Utah, both L.A. teams in Houston. Any of those six think they could be in the Conference Final. And then I think there's another group of at least six teams that I don't think they're going to end up in a Conference Final. But they could be in the playoffs, and you never know once you get in a series. I mean, with what we just saw in the finals and their injuries, you know, once you're there, you're capable of, of winning and pulling an upset. There's a lot of question marks with Oklahoma City. Their identity was Westbrook. He's gone. Barry Trammell, who comes on our show quite a bit. I think he's been on your show, too. He wrote a good story. I mean, you know, he's been doing it forever. He wrote a really good thing about how it's everybody's identity, how Chris Paul comes back, and he has teammates who don't realize that Chris Paul played for another team in Oklahoma City before the Thunder moved from Seattle. And there are literally players on the team today are like, really? You kidding me? <laughs> and, he said, and Barry said, forgive him because, honestly, most of the town's forgotten that chapter, too. It's been Durant and Westbrook and then Westbrook and then Westbrook and George, but it's been Westbrook, and he's gone. I don't, it's not the same as Stockton and Malone, but it's similar. You know, this has been the team and the town's identity. And what do they do now? Think where we all were. If you're old enough to remember, you know, kind of that 03, 04, 05 thing. Like, well, what happens now? The guys who were the show are gone. What is the show? And, you know, Chris Paul's 34. Are they renting him for half a season? Is he actually going to be there longer? Are they going to flip him quick, flip him later? Is he actually going to play out the rest of his big money contract there? they got a lot of question marks. It's what, would you, what would you guys do? Would you completely rebuild? I mean, if I were Oklahoma City, yeah. I would be looking to flip Chris Paul's contract and yeah. get him to a contender. I don't know that anybody wants to take that deal. You know, the timing has to be right. Much as the Mike Conley, that you know, the thirty million dollar deal on a guy in his thirties, it had to be right, and it really wasn't right until they knew they were going to be able to draft Morant. You know, and so that made it right. So you have to wait for. You may want it to happen, but everything has to line up with everybody for it to happen. It's crazy that Houston was able to deal him. And, I know. And I agree. Oklahoma City is going to have a tough time dealing him. I agree. Contract is awful. How many it more is, years? Uh, three. Mm. Yeah. Forty some million. I mean, it's it it is a it is a horrendous contract. So there, to to DJ's point, I think Oklahoma City is kind of stuck in this nether region where it's going to be a little harder just to break it all down because of that fact that just flipping he, Chris Paul is easier said than done. He but, might be there two years, and when a lot of people are going to have cap money in the summer of twenty one, and when someone realizes they can't spend it, they might say, "Hey, let's flip. We'll take this contract. We'll get some assets, and we'll right. just we'll just bite the bullet for a year." The Jazz did that with some contracts that other people didn't want when they were rebuilding. Not but, this but two years is a long time to wait yeah. to be able to do yep. that. But I mean, you know, Gilgis Alexander is a really good player. I mean, he's somebody worth keeping around if you if you go through a rebuild. But some of these other guys, like like Stephen Adams and Danilo Gallinari, I mean, they're good enough that that you're not a tanking team, and and you really have just t- taped See, it together. If they win forty games and miss the playoffs, but are in the hunt late for the eighth spot, I won't be surprised. They're totally, I don't know who it's going to be, but they're going to go into one of those top six teams in the West, into their building and beat them. And another team, they'll beat at home. So, you can say, oh, they're not of the caliber, they're not in this tier, and I agree, but that doesn't mean you can't go up, go out tonight and ruin the party and lose the game, yes. because you can, because so, they're that good. So, about that, uh, what happens tonight? I mean, do, you, do do the Jazz gather themselves at both ends of the floor enough to win this game, or is it I went, still I went a matter sh- of a sort of, get, you know, getting uh, it together? They said all the right things to shoot around. Uh, they got bad results defensively in four games, and you can rationalize it along the way. Certainly in the first one in Milwaukee, you're playing, you know, Antetokounmpo, and Rudy doesn't play, so you just write that off. And then there's another one in New Orleans. Well, you know, it's the preseason. But then you try to do a little better, and you don't in the last two. And I think, you know, the message was sent. Everybody talked about it. It was Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, and Quinn Snyder at shoot-around today, and they all talked about it. And by the way, the Rudy, I said after, you know, four of those games, 128 points or more, you know, did Quinn Snyder break out some of those legendary three-hour practices and just grill you on defense? And he started to answer the question, and like five, six seconds in, he realized, oh, three-hour practices, that's a Trey Lyles joke. I get that. He started laughing, <laughs> nice. and he drops his head. Then he gathered himself, and he went right back into the answer. Well, I, PK actually said this yesterday, uh, Gordo, and I thought he, he, he made a pretty good point. I mean, why not have a couple of slips in the preseason where the coach can take the week off and really hammer home the defense because, as we discussed, I mean, that's what's going to take the most work. Yeah. That Was that actually kind of a, 
could you could argue a positive based on that what the coach can do is take it and and show his guys and really focus them on what they need to do. And that's exactly what happened. It is what happened. Mike Conley said, uh, I asked him how much of these practices his last week were on defense. He goes, the practice portion of it did not involve basketball or shooting. <laughs> yeah, there's shooting drills at the end, so they still do those. But it was, it's been about the defense. All right, uh, we are live here from the atrium at Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're going to duck out of this segment just a little bit early to make sure we're back in time for the big press conference star- uh, starting at 3.30. Uh, don't forget about KUTV, Road to Tip-Off. So tonight on 2 News at 10, we'll do the minute of highlights and we'll do the minute of post and all that, but then flip over to KMYU. If you're on Comcast, it's channel 643. If you have satellite, dish, or direct, they're both channel 12. If you're on the rabbit ears over the air, it's 2.2. And it's streaming wherever you are in the world, KUTV.com. You know, people who move around now, and Gordon, you know this because I think you had to move around a little bit earlier in life. I don't know that you did, Jake, but I did. You know, I remember moving to Santa Barbara and Dad would cut up some of the San Diego Union articles he thought I wanted to read and mail them to me. And now wherever you are, you can watch TV. Anybody who's a jazz fan who moves to wherever because of work or whatever, log on to KUTV.com and you can watch all the newscasts and talking sports, whether it's KMYU or KUTV, seven nights a week. And you can listen to The Zone, 1280thezone.com. You you don't have to miss anything now. Never. It's remarkable. It's nice. We're all international, baby. Global. Big big press conference coming up next. Stay tuned. Big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Frank Dolce, our Utah insider. I believe that that was the best defensive effort, literally, I've ever seen in my 26 years living here at the U of U play. That was very impressive. Utah did its best to give the game away on the offensive side several times with the turnovers. You never win a game where you have four turnovers and lose the turnover battle unless you hold the opposing quarterback to four completions and harass him every single play. And Utah was able to do that. I think they'll learn from winning ugly like this and being prepared to execute at a high level each and every week. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. I'm here to introduce the best coverage of the teams you're passionate about from the guys you know and trust. Go town! Turn it up. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. Yeah, yeah. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're broadcasting live from the atrium here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. We're going to have a big press conference uh, coming up here momentarily uh, to make an announcement. Here's who's going to be here. Adam Silver, Commissioner of the NBA. Gail, uh, Gail Miller, Owner and Chairman of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Gary Herbert, Utah's Governor. Jackie Biskupski, Salt Lake's Mayor. And Steve Starks, CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Two big press conferences in one week. Gordon. Yeah, yeah. But a big news week on the big show. Yeah, it's a lot of firepower here today. Uh, a lot of big weeks. Uh, so it must be something significant. Uh, we will carry that for you as soon as it starts. I think it's going to start here pretty soon. It is. Any you, minute. You heard uh, Austin come back with uh, Whitney Houston. Band of the Day actually is more of a theme today. Uh, Old music. Hit songs from 1993, which, of course, we just selected Randomly. at random. Uh, it's brought to you by uh, our friends at Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. We also want to say a special thanks to our uh, presenting sponsor of the big show, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card. For details, visit MACU.com or call 1-800-748-4302. Again, just waiting on this press conference to start momentarily. And we will talk to the the world-famous Dave Fox a little bit later on in the show. Dave is is here and looking uh, snazzy, as usual. Is he a client, too? He is a client. And being nice to Dave is going to be a challenge. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's going to test your skills. It's, it? it's going to it's going to test everything I've got. But we're going <laughs> to we're going to do our best and be nice to Dave when he stops by. All right, I, I take it show. on as a as a major challenge. You asked DJ this question, Gordon, and as we're waiting for this press conference to begin, uh, what do you expect tonight? Between uh, matchup between these two teams, I, the I, and the Jazz. ordinarily I would have picked the, the Jazz to to roll, but because of the work in progress nature of the preseason, I'm not exactly sure in the specific what's going to happen over this two hour period tonight. I mean, I don't know. I, I and that in some ways makes it that much more intriguing because. You and I agree. The Jazz are going to be good this year. I mean, but where are they going to be at the beginning? That we don't know. And we're going to get our first evidence of players, the Jazz's best players on the floor, duly motivated. And that was not necessarily the case in the preseason because no matter how much they say they want to try hard and all this stuff, they know. They know. They're, they're, just, they're just goofing around, really. I mean, it's nothing that has any meaning. All right. Things have gone a little bit quiet uh, next to us, Gordon. So we're, uh, we're waiting. The press conference uh, could sh- uh, start here at any second. And now I feel curiously self-conscious about the volume of my voice. Is that, uh, Are you is that going weird? into a golf whisper? <laughs> I feel he's, like I should go into a golf whisper. He's addressing the putt on the eighth green. Uh, we've got a, a tape playing. Everybody's uh, being instructed to to sit down. Uh, you're right, Gordon. The who's who of uh, of the jazz, the media, uh, government, uh, the government. I mean, everybody everybody is here for this announcement today. Let's go to the podium. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Vivint Smart Home Arena here in Salt Lake City for a special NBA announcement. My name is Thurl Bailey, a proud alumnus and broadcaster with the Jazz. And I'd like to greet all the fans joining us today on NBA TV and live streaming on the NBA and Utah Jazz websites, apps, and social media platforms. You know, Salt Lake City has a palpable heartbeat this time of the year at the start of a new Utah Jazz basketball season. There's excitement, anticipation, high hopes, and promise. And just when you thought you couldn't be more joyful, we're going to add to what you can look forward to. Vivint Smart Home Arena, which recently underwent a $125 million renovation project, is our community gathering place with more than 120 events annually and as the home of the Utah Jazz. This is a special building in Salt Lake City. We've given out Olympic gold medals to Sarah Hughes and Apollo Anton Ono here. We posted two classic NBA finals between the Utah Jazz and the Chicago Bulls. We've had concerts with the Rolling Stones, U2, and Taylor Swift. In just a few minutes, we will officially hear of another signature marquee event that's coming to Vivint Smart Home Arena and other venues around Salt Lake City. First, allow me to introduce our special guest on the stage. CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies and past Utah president, please welcome Steve Starks. (laughs) Serving since 2015 as Salt Lake City's 35th mayor, welcome Mayor Jackie Iskupski. Taking office in 2009 and currently the nation's longest-serving governor, please welcome Governor Gary R. Herbert. (laughs) Commissioner of the National Basketball Association, Adam Silver. (laughs) Owner and chairman of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, please welcome Gail Miller. Next, to make the official announcement, we welcome to the podium Adam Silver. Thank you, Thurl. It's an honor to be here. And as 
that I'll just mention, it's my honor to announce the 2023 All-Star Game will take place here in Salt Lake City. Let me just add, as, as the governor and I were just discussing, um, big-time events and sports are part of the DNA of this state and part of this city. Um, and as Thurl mentioned, so many important NBA events, finals have taken place over the years here. In fact, my very first All-Star game as an NBA employee was in 1993, and so it'll be the 30th anniversary of the NBA All-Star game taking place in Salt Lake City when we come back here in 2023. Let me also just thank the mayor, the governor, Steve, um, Gail. It's a tremendous partnership we have between the city and the state, the Utah Jazz Organization and the league. And of course, let me thank my colleagues from the league as well. Um, All-Star, as you all know, it started off years ago, even when we were here in 1993, we used to call it All-Star Weekend. I think, and then it was events on Saturday and Sunday. Now it's very much All-Star Week. And as part of that week, and I know part of the commitment from the Miller family to the community is to leave a lasting legacy from our events over the time here we're an all-star. So thank you for that as well. A tremendous amount of work has gone in already for preparing for this announcement today, and a tremendous amount of additional work will go on between now and when the actual game takes place in 2023. So I look forward to being here with all of you and hosting another tremendous event. Thank you again for being here. As the commissioner just mentioned, the return of the NBA All-Star Game to Salt Lake City will be the 30th anniversary of the Jazz hosting in 1993 in this building. It was the last All-Star Game for Isaiah Thomas, the first for Shaquille O'Neal. Harold Miner won the slam dunk contest, and Mark Price captured the three-point shooting contest. The Western Conference defeated the East 135 to 132 in overtime as my teammates, Carl Malone, and John Stockton were both awarded MVP honors. You could not have written a better script. Our next speaker was not only an eyewitness to that All-Star Weekend, but has had a front row seat to 40 seasons of basketball in Utah. The owner of the LHM Group of Companies and Utah Jazz, Gail Miller. Thank you, Cyril. And thank you, Commissioner Silver. It's wonderful how a few simple words can make us so happy in Utah. It's been an honor for me and my family to serve as stewards of the Utah Jazz for the past 34 years. From the day we bought the team, we considered it a community asset. Our plan has always been to keep the Utah Jazz in Utah. So I've, made, I've taken steps to ensure that that will happen by putting it into trust. But going to the All-Star Game, the 1993 All-Star Game was very exciting for me, for my family, for our fans, and for the whole community. It was an electric and thrilling experience and one that I will always remember. This arena was just two years old. The West won the game. John Stockton and Carl Malone were named co-MVPs, which was fitting. And today, we are honored to welcome the NBA and the All-Star Game back to Salt Lake City. Thank you to our public and private partners who have committed their support to securing this opportunity. It really does take a village. Thank you to the NBA for your confidence in our ability to make the 2023 All-Star Game the best game in experience in the history. Our newly remodeled Vivint Hearts Smart Home Arena is designed to enhance the fan experience from top to bottom. At Larry H. Miller, we are committed to excellence. We're proud to accept this opportunity and to prepare an elevated experience for all who participate in it, whether electronically or live. Our mission is to enrich lives. This experience will emerge as the All-Star Game comes to fruition, and it will be one to remember. We live by the principle, go about doing good until there's too much good in the world. And we will use this philosophy as we prepare 
and execute the 2023 All-Star Game. I'm confident that we will make the local, the national, and the global basketball community proud. Thank you to everyone involved, and go Jazz. If you didn't already know this, the altitude of Salt Lake City is 4,226 feet above sea level. A slogan for the state has been, life elevated. During his time in office, there's been a rise in economic development, educational excellence, and quality of life. Please welcome the governor of Utah, Gary Herbert. Well, thank you, Thurl. We know we're in a basketball arena. The microphones are extra tall. You can't put your feet down on the floor unless you're as tall as Thurl or Adam. Um, but it's a red letter day, and in behalf of that honor, I noticed that Thurl's got a red tie on, I've got a red tie, Adam's got a red tie on, and it looks like we all shopped at the same tie store, because they are very identical. So again, a red letter day for all of us here in Utah, and we're just happy to have this announcement to be made today. Uh, I'm very proud of Utah, uh, probably a little bit of bias as the governor, but Utah has got great people that live here and call it home. Uh, we have a great place to live and to raise families and a great place to do business. We've been named uh, by Forbes magazine six out of the last nine years as the best place, in fact, in America to do business. So we're known around the country and literally around the world as a great place to, in fact, to, to have business to be accomplished. But what we're also known as is a great place to have outdoor recreation and kind of sports events. In fact, our slogan is Utah, the state of sport. And it's not just a slogan, it really is a lifestyle, it's a culture. We talked about that, uh, Commissioner Silver and I beforehand. It is part of our DNA. Uh, and people love sports here in the state of Utah, love to participate, love, love to view and watch others uh, with their excellence and their talents. Outdoor recreation is a part of what we do. We're good at not only uh, that, but we're good at hosting. And I'll just mention some of the things we've done as the state of sport here in Utah. We've hosted this is all recent, uh, Supercross World Finals, the FIS World Ski Championship, the Du Tour Action Sports, the Red Bull Rampage, the Ironman World Championships, Major League Soccer, All-Star Game, of course, the granddaddy of them all, the 2002 Winter Olympics, and we've just been named by the USOC, in fact, to host the Winter Olympics again the next time America has that opportunity, which is probably 2030 or 2034. So hosting sporting events, and again, as mentioned, 26 years ago, we hosted the NBA All-Star Game. So it's, it's great for us to have this opportunity, once again, to host the world, as it were, here in the great state of Utah. And I echo what uh, Gail has said. You know, we are committed. I see we've got our Speaker of the House, our Senate President here of our legislature, other in the business community. We're committed to make sure that this is the best All-Star Game ever uh, hosted by the NBA any place. We're looking forward to having people come and see what Utah has to offer. And we are grateful to, and we should give a thanks to the Miller family and the Miller organization uh, for what they've done to help put Utah at the forefront in sports with the jazz, what they've done here to make it a part of our, our lifestyle here. And certainly, uh, Commissioner Silver, we want to thank you and the NBA for once again choosing Utah as a place to have the NBA All-Star Game. So we're looking forward to that. We do say go Jazz, but we welcome everybody to come here and participate in this great state. Congratulations to one and all. We thank you very much. Thank you, Governor. Some of this will sound a little repetitive because we didn't really compare notes beforehand, but. Um, the NBA All-Star Game is making repeat appearances from 1993 to 2023. Well, we hope to double down again. Our city hosted the Olympic and Paralympic Winter Games in 2002 and has been designated, as the governor said, as a U.S. candidate city for a potential run for the Olympics and Paralympics in 2030. Please welcome Salt Lake City Mayor Jackie Biskupski.
Thank you, Thurl. It is a real honor to be here with you, Mrs. Miller. Very proud. So, hello everyone who is watching at home on NBA TV. I'm Salt Lake City Mayor Jackie Biskupski. And on behalf of the residents of Utah's capital city, I must say, welcome back to Salt Lake City. Here in Salt Lake City, we are known as a place who loves to put on an event. We showed that we can do the most of anyone when it comes to our 2002 Winter Olympic and Paralympic Games. And those Olympics set the bar quite high for our future games. And we are in large part very excited because the spirit of the Olympics has never left the residents of Salt Lake City or Utah. And as Thurl mentioned, we are ready, willing and able, as we say, to do it again and be America's choice for a future winter games. While we love to ski and skate, at our heart, Salt Lake City is a basketball town. So go jazz for sure. So you can expect that we will pull out all the stops for the NBA in 2023 and the All-Star Game will be the best ever. With over 6,000 hotel rooms and 200 plus restaurants and bars, including some of the best microbreweries in the country, the secret of course being our clean mountain water, there is always something here for everyone in Salt Lake City. In between, on the court action, the visitors can also feel a vibrant arts culture scene, high-end shopping, free transit to get around downtown, and undoubtedly a city ready to party with the best in town. Let me assure you, in Salt Lake City, an event like this won't be met with a shrug. It's going to be a slam dunk. Thank you, Mr. Silver the NBA, and of course, to all the fans, especially my wife and my two sons, Jack and Archie. We look forward to seeing you in 2023. Thank you, Mayor. Future NBA All-Star Games will be played in Chicago in 2020. Indianapolis 2021 and Cleveland in 2022. The Utah Jazz have a proud all-star tradition with 12 players participating in 43 games. Frank Layden served as the head coach in 1984. Carl Malone was the game MVP in 1989 before sharing the honor with John Stockton in 1993. The Jazz have had their share of rising stars rookie challengers, slam dunk contest winners, and skill challenge players. Our next speaker is the past president of the Utah Jazz, now CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. Please welcome Steve Starks. Thanks, Thurl. Thank you for being here today. An event of this magnitude doesn't happen without the help of a lot of people, and we're very grateful for all of those people who have participated and worked hard for the last two years on this project. I also want to recognize some, some people that are in attendance today. First of all, we want to recognize Greg Miller, who's the governor for the Utah Jazz and member of the Larry H. Miller Board of Directors. Thankful that Greg is here with us today. We also have with us Steve Miller, who's the vice chair of the Larry H. Miller Board of Directors. Brian Miller, his wife, Heather Dawn. I'm grateful for other members of the Miller family that are with us as well, Karen, Adam, and Zane. And we have two members of our board of directors, Steve Albrick and Denny Haslam. Thank you for your attendance and support through this process. We have several elected officials who have been tremendous partners as we've worked on this together. We have the Lieutenant Governor, Spencer Cox, who not only is one of the biggest jazz fans uh, that you'll ever meet, but also has been a huge help throughout this process. We have the Utah Speaker of the House, uh, Brad R Wilson. We have the Senate President, Stuart Adams. We have Salt Lake County Mayor, Jenny Wilson. Thank you for your support and attendance. And our friends from the Utah Sports Commission, the State Office of Tourism, Visit Salt Lake, and the Downtown Alliance have all been tremendous partners as, as we prepared and made our, our bid. We have with us members of our front office, including the President of Utah Jazz and Larry H. Miller Sports Entertainment, Jim Olson, 
Dennis Lindsay, Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations, Justin Zanuck, our General Manager, and David Morway, our, our Assistant General Manager. Uh, I also want to just pause and thank uh, two people who have really made this event happen from within the Utah Jazz and our organization. That's Don Sterling and Carrie Holt Larson, who have done incredible work. Please give them a round of applause for their, their leadership. Uh, we're honored to have all of you here today as our special guests in this powerhouse lineup that we've seen today. Uh, we are excited to bring the All-Star Game back to Salt Lake City and to Utah. As you've seen, we have civic and community and business partners that are engaged, committed to making this a very spe special and memorable experience. We're really proud to be in the renovated Vivint Smart Home Arena. Gail and I were just talking that when we started this project three or four years ago, this was exactly the type of event that we hoped would come back because of this beautiful arena, uh, one of the most innovative and tech-friendly and guest-friendly arenas in the NBA and in the world. With the close proximity of the Salt Palace Convention Center, the Huntsman Center as facilities, NBA fans from all over the world are going to enjoy a dynamic downtown atmosphere when they're here for the All-Star Weekend. We know that this will be the ultimate experience for basketball fans, global viewers, visitors, and certainly our local community. It is a symbolic of Utah's heritage of hard work and innovation, and we couldn't be more excited. Thank you for your support. Today marks an important milestone for the Jazz, our city, and our state. The hard part is that we have to wait three and a half more years for the NBA All-Star Game to be held here in Salt Lake City. But to mark the occasion, all of our participants will now step forward on center stage for a special presentation and photo opportunity. We also want to invite Greg Miller, the Jazz representative on the NBA Board of Governors, and Jim Olson, president of the Utah Jazz, to join us on stage. You're, li you're listening to the press conference announcing the state of Utah, the city of Salt Lake, the Utah Jazz will host the 2023 NBA All-Star Game uh, in attendance today. Gail Miller, uh, Steve Starks, uh, Adam Silver, NBA Commissioner, uh, Thurl Bailey, of course, doing a fantastic job uh, emceeing everything. Uh, you also heard from uh, Governor Gary Herbert. You heard from Mayor uh, Jackie Biskupski as well. Uh, right now they're, uh, uh, they're doing a photo opportunity, as they say, in the biz, Gordon. And once again, I'm very self-conscious about how loud I'm talking. Apparently I am, too, because my <laughs> microphone was turned off. <laughs> well, uh, well, we will go back to the podium uh, as soon as uh, they resume speaking. Uh, we were told, Gordon, that there would be a question and answer period at some point. So uh, we will uh, continue our coverage of this press conference. Again, the 2023 NBA All-Star Game uh, will be coming to Salt Lake City and right here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. This is, uh, this is the kind of event that's big for the community. It's it's big for for the fans. It's big for the jazz. It's big for the profile of the jazz. It's. Uh, it, it, just a moment. I don't know We're if it's pause for questions from the media a great game, but it's again. the event. The weekend is cool. It is cool, and it brings a lot of attention and a lot of folks and a lot of. Ask a question. Raise your hand. We have. We'll go back to the podium yeah, for a question and answer. Um, and please state your name and affiliation before you ask your question. Thank you. All right, ready to go. First question. Back to the left, uh, second row from the back. Jeremiah Jensen, KSL TV. My question's for Commissioner Silver. As you considered the bids for 2023, what was it about Salt Lake City's bid that stood out among the rest? A few things stood out. One is the longevity of the Miller family in the NBA. That's certainly a consideration. Um, Greg and I talk all the time. I think uh, the, the particular um, bid was incredibly thorough and, and well done. I think, again, um, it's something Gail and I have talked a lot about as well. It's the tradition of hosting big events and sporting events in Salt Lake City. And I think, frankly, the, the final piece was the renovation that Steve talked about to this arena, at which puts it in the top tier arenas anywhere in the world. So I think the combination of all those things made it a very easy decision for the league to come back here. 
Next question. Right in the middle. Ben Anderson, KSL Sports. Steve, uh, does the arena need any future renovations before the game is being hosted? We don't see any major renovations that need to be done. We, uh, the goal when we started that process was to return it to first class within the league and within the world, and we certainly accomplished that. There's always going to be capital invested in the arena to keep it uh, at the front edge of innovation and, and make it a great experience for our fans. And, but we don't see anything that's, that's critically missing. There will just be ongoing maintenance and upgrades as we go. Next question. Third row, three in, to from the left. Ben Dowsett, Forbes Sports. Uh, Gail, what does this recognition for your franchise mean to you, as you say, one of the stewards, uh, longtime stewards of this franchise? For me, it's a, a recognition of the dedication that we've had to the sport of basketball and what it means to our community. It, it's fulfilling for all of those who have followed us and been participating as we've built the sport in Utah, and we're grateful that we've We've been able to uh, accommodate our fans and to bring this sport to you, to, or to bring the All-Star Games. So it's very satisfying. Next question. Um, way in the back where the TV risers are, right in the middle. Hi there, Jason Wynn with ABC4 News. Have you guys looked at the economic numbers that are going to come into our city for these restaurants and area businesses around Vivint Smart Home Arena? Anyone can answer that. Well, I have not done any calculating, I'm sorry. Um, but we do know that an event of this size is something that our city is capable of hosting and hosting very well. And we also know that the impact will be in the millions, it, but I don't know exactly where. Uh, our estimation is it's probably between 45 and $50 million in impact. Uh, we will not only host America, as people see what takes place, and of course the All-Star Game is one of the premier events in sports, but the world will be watching too. Uh, we've had the experience of the Olympics, so we know how to do that. But the economic benefit and what it will ripple through the economy is significant, like say close to $50 million. Next question. Last shot for a last question. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Enjoy the game tonight. And that concludes the press conference, Gordon, as uh, the Jazz announced uh, Salt Lake City uh, announced as the host city for the 2023 NBA All-Star Game. We'll have more coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned live from the atrium here at Vivint Smart Home Arena on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is KUTV Road to Tip-Off. So David James back with us. And joining us now, the CEO of Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. He is Steve Starks. And Steve, two huge press conferences in one week. Thanks for supplying the big show yeah. with some wonderful content. Yeah, you're welcome. We're excited about today. We've had to sit on this for about a year we were notified about a year ago that we'd been awarded it, but it's not our announcement. It's the NBA's announcement, and and so we're glad that today shaped the way it did and, and uh, very excited for our fans, our community, and this gives us a platform to show off Utah and everything that's great about this state and its people and our great economy, the best fans in the world, and, and this beautiful arena, so we're really excited. Well, congratulations, and you can just feel the excitement in yeah. the room. I mean, there, I don't want to say everybody who's anybody is here, but the, I mean, the whole community represented, and uh, it was an amazing press conference, but you can feel that, yeah. that vibe. Yeah, you can, and it's, it speaks to the fact that we're a close-knit community, that, that people come together and, and want to be supportive of causes like this. We're proud to be able to host so many world-class events, especially in sport, and uh, the governor was listing all the events that that uh, our states hosted and i wanted to say that before 2023 let's host another nba finals or two or three and uh, <laughs> that's let's make that happen too i think everybody would be on board would that have been 
presumptuous, Steve, if you'd said that. Yeah. I, that would have been great. Well, that's the goal, right? That's why we play. That's why we tip it off tonight. That's one of the things that I've been so impressed with with the organization as a, as a whole, Steve, is that Gail said it. You've said it. Uh, Donovan and Rudy have said it. Mike Conley has said it. Uh, Jim Olson said it. Everyone, yeah. nobody backs away from that, that that is the goal. And and that's cool because I'm not sure that every leadership of every franchise does that. Yeah, I, I can't speak to those other franchises, but I can tell you that it is absolutely the goal. It's the commitment. It's the investment. Uh, it's all the things that we, we work towards. And there's nothing to be ashamed about with that goal. I mean, there's 30 teams all competing for the same prize. And, and we've always said that if the day comes that we can be handing the NBA championship trophy to Gail Miller <laughs> and to think about everybody who's gone before that laid a foundation who, who was incredible leaders and basketball players and Hall of Famers, that would just be something that I think all of us would be really, really proud about. And, Steve, we heard the, the governor talk about the economic impact uh, yeah. coming to the state and to the city, and he mentioned 40 or $50 million. I'm hearing that, uh, that it could be even north of that. Yeah, the, the numbers that we were given based on other NBA host cities was closer to $100 million wow. of economic wow. impact. And we don't know what it will be specifically yet, but we know that it, you know, not only in the, the, the monetary economic impact in the moment, but just the brand awareness and the fact that people from all over the world will, will gather in this market for that week and, uh, and see the best NBA players in the world, but also see an incredibly vibrant economy, wonderful culture, family-friendly um, atmosphere in Utah, beautiful mountains, just all the things that make you know, this state really special. So we believe it will be close to $100 million, but then even beyond that, it just lifts the brand of Utah. For, for a long time after that. Steve, what about the brand of the jazz? What's the value to me? Because I've been to Europe and I've been to Mexico and I've been to these different countries and anybody finds out I'm from Utah, the first thing they say is jazz. Yeah. And so is there a value to that, either monetary or otherwise? Yeah, absolutely. Because I think what it does is it, it again says that um, our organization to do things the right way and this arena renovation uh, our commitment to facilities our public sector leaders their commitment to infrastructure i'll tell you that in the bid process being able to say that we will have a new airport online is a huge deal Mm. that helps tell the story about our state that that we're big time and i think that uh, that starts in a lot of ways with the jazz and hopefully that we're representing the state and our global fan base really effectively. You, you remember that we have fans all over the world. Our social media reach is is well into China, and it's a global it's a global reach and a global brand. Will you do me one favor? You bet. See what you can do about this. All right. Okay. This is a big event. Everyone's excited about it. Will you make it so defense is played in this game, and and make sure that Rudy Gobert gets in there because if Rudy's in the game, he's going to play yeah. defense, right? Yeah, make defense cool again. Bring yeah, it back. I mean because really, yeah. that's my opinion on it, and I, I don't want to harp on it too much because this is a big day. It's exciting, and everyone loves it. Play some defense, you know. Play make, make the game real. I, I don't know? think that Adam Silver would disagree with you. Yeah. I think the discussions that have been had at the Board of Governors level is how to make improvements to the game. Defense is part of that. You know, there's some other things I know that the league is, is looking at. So we, we, need to make it, we need to make it better. And I, I think that it will be between now and then. Real quick before we let you go, Steve, you were a little bit younger then, but do you have a, a memory associated with the All-Star game the last time I was in town? You know, I just remember that it was just the thought of all of those athletes you know, the people that we all cheer for being in Salt Lake was just a really cool thing. And, and obviously I grew up a little bit north of here, so I wasn't in the downtown area, but it, it just felt special. And then to have John and Carl as co-MVPs made it even more memorable. And, and uh, it's something that we all look to as growing up as that event. And the reality now is that there are so many kids in our community that have Donovan Mitchell or Mike Conley jerseys or Rudy Gobert jerseys that are excited that we'll remember this game the same way that we remember 1993. Well, Steve, we can't thank you enough for for jumping on with us again. Congratulations. Thank you. That's Steve Starks, CEO of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies, and uh, now sitting down to join us once again. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. 
the <coughs> owner and chairman of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies back on the big show for the second time this week. This might be the best week in the history Gail, of the show. We've got we to stop meeting like this, huh? This is, <laughs> well, this is, this is big news. Yeah, both of them, I think, are big news, and uh, it's been a good week. Hold on one sec. Uh, sorry about this. We're we're getting our equipment all squared away. Okay, now we got. Now you. we got you again. Sorry about that. Okay, yeah. I can hear me now. There yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, but congratulations. This is a huge day. Thank you. It is a big day, and it, it's going to be a, a long three and a half years. And in some ways, it'll be really short. So we're really looking forward to it. Gail, you've set a real tone for this uh, franchise as far as we were just talking to Steve about this. You've said it. You've said it on multiple occasions. Steve has said it. The players have said it. Quinn is, I don't know if Quinn has said it. Has Quinn said it? I, I don't know if he has. Jim Olsen has said it, that not shying away from a championship being the goal of this this club. And, and some clubs are a little shy about saying that, not you. Well, I think it's... It's time. It's been long enough. You know, if you're not shooting for a championship, why are you playing the game? And uh, for me, that that has to be the ultimate goal. And, you know, you can be patient for a long time, and you can build your team, and you can help it happen. But until you really put your bullseye on that focus, then I don't think you take it as seriously as you need to to make it happen. Gail, you, you talk about how proud you are of, of the company's role in the community in so many different ways, you know, charity. And we heard uh, Steve talking about the economic impact in the community and that it's going to have on, on everybody. That's That's got to bring you a lot of pride as well. It's very satisfying to be able to do something worthwhile. And, and to, you know, we look to enrich lives. And fortunately, we're in businesses that do that. And it, it becomes evident as you see our products out and about and you, and you see the fans stream into the arena. You know that people are enjoying that and you're enriching lives. Some people might call it frivolous, but I think you have to have something that lifts you to enjoy, to deal with all the other stuff you have in your life. So I, I'm very grateful for what we're able to do. Another thing the jazz do, Gail, I talked to a, a cultural anthropologist once and was talking about how sports teams have replaced the old feudal armies of the states <laughs> back in the ancient time. But in this community, you unite blue and red. Everybody rallies around the jazz, and it gives all the sports fans in this state something to root for together. Right. That's kind of cool. It is fun. It's really fun, even though when you get in the arena, you can still say red and you get a loud <laughs> cheer and you say blue you get a loud cheer but when you say jazz you get them all together yeah. just as you said the renovation was a, a big part of the reason that uh, that uh, the jazz in salt lake were selected and uh, i want to ask you what has been your favorite part of the renovation i'll tell you the zones has been putting the hires in down there uh, just down from us in the hallway <laughs> that's been my favorite part but do you have a, a favorite part of, of how this has all turned out i think as a whole it's just been great the the spirit when you come in is uplifting and just everybody likes something new and to be able to upgrade it. For me, when we built it, we didn't have the money to put the extra accruement, you know, the extra kinds of finishes in that we would have liked to. Uh, this time around, we were in a little better situation. And so we did a lot of the things that we couldn't do the first time around in addition to remodeling and making the footprint better. But we built it right in the beginning because we didn't have to change the, the structure. We just remodeled and made it better, better use of the building. So um, I, I'm very happy with the whole thing. I, I don't know that I could pick one thing out. I, it's been hard for me to move from the sixth floor down to the first floor to have dinner. <laughs> I will say that, even though I have a nice room. But... You know, I'm one who likes the view outside. What do you think, Gail, of the global brand of the jazz? We're talking with Steve about this as well. Wherever you go in the world, when people find out we're from Utah, they say jazz. Yeah, it's the yeah. first thing out of their mouths. That's kind of that's having an impact, I guess. I, you know, I don't know if you know, but that was prophesied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bringing out the uh, <laughs> the good book. 
now. Yeah, it, it really was. And I, I don't know if you know the story. You I have to know the story. I don't know that story, Gail. I thought I knew every story. <laughs> Tell us. When we bought the Jazz, when we were thinking about buying the Jazz and exploring every opportunity and trying to come to that conclusion, um, Larry, being a spiritual man and, and relying on the Spirit a lot in things he did, felt he needed some additional advice. So he went to see President Hinckley. And President Hinckley listened to what he had to say, and he said to him, Larry, there are three things you have to understand. Number one, you cannot put your life or your, your, your family or your business in financial jeopardy if you do this. Number two, if you do it, you will live life in a fishbowl. Everybody will watch you, want to know what you're doing, and, and you will be criticized and applauded, but you have to realize that will happen. Number three... It's very important that the jazz stay in Utah because all over the world, jazz scores are printed, and it says Utah Jazz, and it's important for the church because most people, when they think Utah, think Mormons. But when they say Utah Jazz, right behind that, they're going to think, oh, that's where the Mormons are. So it's going to be good for the church. It's going to be good for the community. And, and he said, and then besides that, you'll be able to come back and tell me why it was good that the Jazz stayed in Utah. Mm. And all of that's come to pass. Wow. So. What an amazing story. Mm-hmm. What a resource for advice. No doubt about it. Right. Uh, real quick before we let you go, Gail, I, I asked Steve this, this same question, but did, do you have a favorite memory associated with the first time the All-Star game was here, aside from one heck of a game? You know, it was such a bright light on everything, and we were so new in the national arena that we were awestruck. We, we just went around gaga-eyed about how everything happened and what was going on, but I think having Carl and John become the co-MVPs was really the highlight of that game because they were great players, and they were great people, and it magnified for me that we have something really great here and we want the world to know it. So, Gail, answer me this question. In all the years you've owned this team, what do you know now that you didn't know when you started in on the journey? I think what I really understand now is how important it is to have the team in Utah. It's, it's a small league, 30 teams, hard to get one, hard to get a team in your city. And whatever struggles we've gone through to keep the team here and to improve the product and the experience, uh, I've learned that there is purpose in that, and it brings the community together. And we have a great community. So I'm proud of that, and I think that's the one thing that I've learned is it's really an important asset for this community. Well, Gail, we can't thank you enough for coming on with us again. It's, it's always very special for us. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm happy to do it anytime. Congratulations Thanks, on the big news today. Thank you. Yeah. That's Gail Miller, uh, owner and chairman of the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies. So nice to, to come on with us again this week. So very nice. What an exciting day uh, for the jazz, for the city, for the state, and uh, for David James, who jumps on with us right now. Hi, DJ took the steam out of that whole client thing. I was riding pretty high there for a while, but it brought me back down to earth. Now, our, all our clients are very important, including KUTV. Well, then uh, why is Gordon ignoring me and waving at someone like he's on a rose parade float? I was waving at Kim. Gail's husband. Is that all right? Absolutely, Gordon. <laughs> yeah, Gordon, you're supposed to pay attention to the client. Oh, 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 sorry. We're talking that, to a That was pretty cool here. from 3 to 3.30, but that thing just kind of went out the window there. <laughs> it's like watching a birthday balloon just shrink and drop down to the table. You know, you, you know. just... Hope it doesn't land in the cake. Awareness, uh, self-awareness. Self-awareness is critical. It is. It is critical. I have been humbled yet again. (laughs) Let me guess, DJ. uh, If you tuned into Talking Sports tonight, we might uh, catch some highlights from this press conference along with extensive breakdown and highlights from the game itself. You think that'd be a good idea? I think it might. I don't mean to program your show. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) I'll tell Dave. (laughs) Tell Dave, Dave, we got to restack the rundown. Oh, Dave's talking to Gail Miller right now, too. So, okay, I'm the only one who's not going (laughs) to. 
talk to the owner. I'll be polishing up the resume. <laughs> I'm looking for something on a loading dock. You can help me. The show started out with DJ being on an egotistical high. Oh, and now man. I was on one of those 100-foot waves. You know, they do the story on 60 Minutes, the death-defying ride. I was up there. Right now I feel like I'm underwater bouncing off the coral. <laughs> Well, well, you look good. You know, you, you uh, are on TV and everything. I'll be a little, I'll be a little bruised and cut, but I'll bounce back. <laughs> uh, but, yes, we will. To your point. Yes. And indeed. KUTV is sponsoring the road to the uh, season opener, which is tonight, the road to tip off. And so I have been assigned, not as a host here at 1280 The Zone, but as a member of the KUT staff, to be the client. The balloons are inflating, Gordon. There We're bouncing go. back. There you go. And so, yeah, for your best jazz coverage, absolutely. Talking sports seven nights a week. Know the station has that. We've got KMYU, our sister station, KJazz, another sister station. And KMYU has Talking Sports after the news. The news is simulcast on KMYU, and Talking Sports is there seven nights a week. Two nights a week you see on KUTV, you know, for years and years. And to tie into the all-star theme, one of my favorite memories of 93, and you'll appreciate this, Gordon, the only time John Stockton ever did, I mean, he was on the show in a bite from a, you know, a post game or from an interview or whatever, but the only time he was the guest on Talking Sports was the night of the All-Star game. Is that wow. Right? How and we that? taped the show underneath the basket, uh, the visitor's end of the, what people would think of as the visitor in front of the visitor bench. Uh, he and Carl were there, and uh, Dave was doing the show in those days. I wasn't. And the three of them sat right there, and I was just off camera because we were all there covering the game. And he taped like 10 minutes with him, and that was the guest segment that night. And that was it. Carl did it other times. Not a lot, but I know he, I can think of some other ones he did. I know he did stuff on the road during the playoffs and that. Uh, but that was it for John, 93. How about I, I remember one time during the uh, Jazz playoff runs with, uh, you know, the glory years. And I said to John, I said, John, can I, uh, can I talk with you privately? And he said, walk with me. <laughs> oh, wow. So you we, big shot. we walked. <laughs> From the gym out to his car, and uh, yeah. no wasted minute. I yeah, mean, no, I believe that yeah, he was going to be walking. So he, he never talked. He never used my name to me. <laughs> sure, he used my name, uh, but never to me <laughs> until uh, until he was retired back selling the book. And I didn't interview him. Well, David, I'm like, oh my gosh, he used my name. Wow, how about that? <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, to the point of the whole being the client at KUTV, you're right. There will be uh, press conference stuff. There will be three minutes of game highlights, which you can't get anywhere else. There's nobody has time in a newscast for that kind of coverage, that many highlights. And I know I've been hearing from them on Twitter this week. There's a lot of cord cutters out there who can't see the game. I personally believe, and you couldn't get into it with Steve today, but I think in the next TV contract, you will be able to. That's to be negotiated. We'll have to see. But that's the way things are trending. But in the last one, they were still, you know, so unless you're really good at tracking illegal streams and those things always change and move, this, if you're a cord cutter, this is a place to go. Because a home game like tonight, we'll have three minutes of highlights. We'll have five or six minutes of post game. And uh, you're not going to get that kind of time dedicated anywhere else on the air. And you get it right after the game. So KUTV, KMYU, KJS Talking Sports. Comcast 643. Satellite, dish and direct, both channel 12. That's nice. Over the air 2.2 if you're on the rabbit ears these days. And streaming anywhere in the world because, as Steve pointed out, global brand and there are jazz fans everywhere. So if you've got friends or family moving away and lamenting they're not going to be able to follow their teams, yes, they will. KUTV.com. And, of course, 1280thezone.com as well. Mm -hmm. All right. We'll have more coming up next on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. (laughs)